Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. They're here. Come to Freddy. I'm not gonna hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains in. Nobody trusts anybody now. We're all very tired. Listening to the 30-something movie podcast. One movie each week. 30 years in the making. <laughs> it's really intimidating to follow up that evil laugh and then be like, what do you do after that? I don't know. Like the whole <laughs> the end of the intro, and then I'm just like, hey, 30-something movie podcast, and then it's like you went from being like super creepy to kind of ridiculously happy. Do you know one of the reasons I'm ridiculously happy right now? Because you have tomorrow off. No. No. Because it's almost Friday. Thank you for ruining that. It's almost Friday. On what calendar? That's one of our teachers here said that, and it was like one of these days. And I'm like, you and I said that. We said it. Well, see, I for somebody else started. Well, maybe we did, but it was the same thing. It was like going around the same time, and all of a sudden it spread fast, like a zombie. It it spread like Mm -hmm. the zombie, and it was like one of these days. I was like, dude, it's almost Friday. Mm And it was like Monday afternoon. It was Monday morning. <laughs> it might have been Monday morning. <laughs> it was Monday morning, so. Oh. Um, I'm ridiculously happy because of this voice that you're hearing over here. Oh. Pat's back. Yeah, I'm Woo! excited to be back. Mm-hmm. I really miss being on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And just to confirm all the denials and deny all the truth. Confirmals. Confirmals. I, um, yeah, so it wasn't just because I was scared watching mm-hmm. the movies. It was just a busy time at work, and it was like, it just didn't feel right. It felt Pat, like Pat was scared. I was scared, but it was like uh, you know something wasn't right in the galaxy. Like mm-hmm. we like that. What was it? It was a was it, was it Voyager? You felt a great or, disturbance. A in disturbance the in the force. Or what was the one? It was either Voyager or Enterprise, where like there was that one race that was like trying to set things right, and they were, had the, so much the percentage of the certain mm. timeline. Do you remember this? Yeah. He was trying to like save his daughter. Doctor Samuel Beckett. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Which, I don't know. which ties into Enterprise. Which yes. ties into Enterprise? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, yes. Yeah. In any event, okay, do you remember the one ball? It yeah, was I like think, the guy. They would cause a change in the history. Yeah, that was Enterprise. It I was Enterprise, it. and then yeah. it was just like, oh shoot, we're twenty percent off the course. And then they tried to, say, you know, they they couldn't tell what it was, but something was wrong. Yeah. And that's how I felt the last couple of weeks. It was just like, what's going? Something doesn't. It has been an interesting start to an interesting year. It, dude, it's almost November. I know. Mm-hmm. Man. It's almost Friday and it's almost November. Dang. Actually, no, it is really almost November, though. I know. It's not really almost Friday. I know. But it's saying, like, depending on how you look at it or... Yeah, on what dimensional how much, plane... How much you dull the rest of this week. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm going to keep going with the Star Trek references, so I'm just going to be quiet. No, that's fine. Hey, we're happy to have you, brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good to see you. I, it's good to be back. I really am excited. I was pumped, like, to... Have the conversation yeah. again. So, nice. cool. We're glad you're back. So, we got Pat. We've also got Bo. Hey! Bo's here. Um, we may have Dennis. Dennis may drop in. Right Dennis likes the horror movies, so yeah. he may drop in here a little bit later. Um, we got you. We got, we got me. We got I, I'm, always, I'm always here. I don't think they're... Nobody, I don't think we've done an episode without well, me. Then not have I think, Well, I mean, that's, I guess that's yeah. true. But... <laughs> Yeah, I think I, I... I guess I have been in every episode, haven't I? There, yeah, did Jeff try to sleep I, in without you? 
Uh, I feel like he did some oddball episode once, but maybe not. No, we did the one, let's see. We did the one where I interviewed him, like back when we were doing our, like I maybe would talk to I'm you and sure. I'd talk to Pat and I'd talk yeah. to Jeff and then three years later I still haven't talked to Dennis. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, but that's Dennis. Dennis runs on Dennis time. International so. man of mystery. That's true. That's right. We still know Dennis. nothing about Dennis. We, I, I'm not even sure who he is. Um, and then we did, uh, Jeff and I did the one where we interviewed the other person from the Disney podcast. Yeah. Maybe that's one you're thinking of. That could be it. Yeah. It could yeah. very well be it. Um, but yeah, so so we're here. We're here to talk about, we're here to talk about some, some dead things. Yes. Some living some... dead things. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's an important distinction. It is. Um, <laughs> otherwise, that could be a weird podcast. I referenced the band today. I said, guys, I watched a lot of zombie movies this weekend. Nice. I said there was Night of the Living Dead and the yeah. Return of the Night of the Day of the Dead. And I said, all this dead. I said, right now in the band, it kind of feels like Day of the Musical Dead. And they're like, wow, that's cool. And then there were some kids working on a group project in their practice room. And I actually opened the door partway and like reached in and started clawing nice. at them. And they're like, what are you doing? I said, I just watched some zombie movies. <laughs> <laughs> The magical like smoke. The first time Mr. C has ever watched zombie movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna sleep anymore. <laughs> so yeah, so we're here to talk about some zombie movies. We're talking um, our movie that would fall in the year of our purview. That sounds like a fancy movie title. It's like That's the year of living dangerously. The year of our purview. Mm. Sounds like a period piece. Could be set overseas somewhere. It doesn't have to be England. Could be Paris, mm-hmm. but. It's definitely mm-hmm. a period piece set overseas. John Malkovich is in it. Sure. <laughs> sure. Keira Knightley. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Who else? Monica Bellucci. Monica Bellucci. There you, you can go. you can have Monica Bellucci in there. Sorry, I phrased that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> if you need an old chubby man, you could have Gerard Depardieu or Steven Seagal. How have you got? I thought, I was, I thought you were gonna start my acting debut, but just, how okay. far have you gotten in Mozart in the Jungle? Are you guys done? Oh, done. It? Yeah, okay. I finished it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Monica Bellucci. Good stuff. Mm. Yeah. Well, I, I knew when I got to those episodes. Did I get to those episodes before you? I Because I, I think I texted I think you. And you I was that's like, right. And that's yeah, when I started like, uh, watching Pat? it. Yeah. I think <laughs> like, I watched remember, it. Remember how you kind of left off and you haven't finished Mozart in the Jungle yet? You need to hurry You up. may want to get to season yeah. three. I think it was season three. Yes, it was. You may want to get to season three. Made my little Monica Bellucci. Peter Patter. Peter Patter. Mm-hmm. The kids have really started watching, they've really enjoyed watching The Ultimate Beastmaster that's okay. on Netflix. Okay. It's one of those shows that's like the American Ninja Warrior kind oh, of thing. Oh, yeah, have the okay. Obstacles and then, okay. But they call it the water that you can fall into, yeah. they call the blood of the beast. Mm, dang. And so, yeah, it's like got red lights in it, so it looks like it's red. and Because the whole thing is supposed to be inside the body of this beast and all the obstacles are named after like... Good Lord. Animal body parts and things like that. But, Sounds kind of grotesque. It's, it's a little grotesque, but, but every time somebody falls in there, and yeah. none of my family except for Sharon knows what I'm talking about, but somebody falls in the water, and it's, it's called the blood of the beast, but, but I was sitting there this weekend as we were watching a whole bunch of episodes, and it was like, they play with the blood. <laughs> they play with the blood. With the blood. And Sharon's like, that's not the right show. I'm like, I don't care, they play with the blood. That's awesome. That's Mozart awesome. and the Jungle fans will know exactly yes. what I'm talking about. All right. Um... I don't know. I don't know that I have a whole lot of movie news or things like that. Uh, very, very quickly. Spoiler alert. So we are talking the Return of the Living Dead Part Two. That's the movie that would have come out in '88. But we've also got a milestone for the original Night of the Living Dead, which came out in 1968. So that is also reaching a milestone. So we thought it's October. It's scary month. Let's throw two zombie movies together that are very, very different from each other, and we'll talk about both at the same time. So. 
We are going to spoil the stuff that we talk about, talk about both of those movies. Um, if you have not left us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts, please go ahead and do that. We would love to hear what you're thinking, um, and that helps us reach other people, too. Other people can find our show a little bit better when we've got some reviews in there, and we end up a little bit higher on searches and social media-type things and stuff like that. It definitely helps our, our SEO. It's, sure. It's good. Yeah, because I spend so much time handling that kind of stuff. Hey, how many downloads did we get on the last episode? I don't know. We've got several. See, we're doing <laughs> That's I, right. I tend not to look. I'm just like, it's you know best. what? We're, we're doing this for fun. People downloaded We're not it. getting paid. That's what, that's what matters, though. Oh, yeah. People downloaded People, people it. plural. Right. Wasn't just one. And that's what You can track that? Yeah. And that's a new yeah. thing. Oh, no. We've been able to track that the whole time. Okay. Like, I, that's how I know we have listeners in Germany. Wow. Actually, in the last month, mm-hmm. the highest number of our listeners were from Germany. Right. Well, highest number of new listeners were from Germany, so well, guten tag. Guten tag, Fräulein Fräulein. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that's, that. That's the extent of your German? That's the extent yeah. of my German. Okay, if I knew the German word for sorry, I would think I would apologize <laughs> yeah, I think right now, but just, that's okay. Check that tracker. Are the German, are the German <laughs> listeners like, really? oh, they're gone. Looking right off. Danke schön. Welcome to our listeners in the I Czech Republic. I love Michael Schumacher. <laughs> I love Michael Schumacher. I love David Hasselhoff. Yeah? The oh. Hoff. Mm-hmm. The Hoff. Okay. All right. Uh, and then visit our website. If you have not been to our website, 30podcast.com. We're on all the other social medias at 30 Podcast, but you go to our website, there's a whole bunch of different ways that you can get in touch with us and check out other ways to listen to or interact with our show. Um, that's all I got for that stuff. So very, very quickly, the only really like new movie news stuff I have, because I have not been able to go see any movies in the last... Ugh, like two months. Mm. Have not seen Venom. Me neither. Not hearing great things about it. No. no. Uh, did not get to see the new Halloween. Uh, yeah, I have not. But hearing mixed things about mm-hmm. that. Um, the one that I definitely am going to go see, I, I don't care, I will find multiple babysitters and go see it, um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, I want to go see that one. So I'm a sucker for any version of Robin Hood, so I want to see that. Oh, I saw the preview for that one the other day. Oh. Um, okay. Is this a new reboot after the Russell Crowe one, or is this? A... Yeah, yes. mm-hmm. it's yeah. Okay. But it seems like it's kind of following a little bit of they're they're including like a little bit of the uh, Robin Hood Prince of Thieves because they've got mm-hmm. uh, Jamie. Is it Jamie Fox? Sounds right. Jamie Foxx, I think, is playing the Morgan Freeman character. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems like they're pulling a little bit of that mythology yeah. in from the like the I Crusades. Wanted, when I the... first saw the first preview, the, like the teaser trailer that had no mm-hmm. information, design-wise, it kind of looked like they were going back to the Celtic version mm-hmm. that was pre-Russell Crowe. Mm-hmm. It was, um, was it Gerard Butler or somebody like him? I can't remember who did it now. Uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, but it was very Celtic in nature, which the design aesthetic made me feel like that's where they were going mm-hmm. from the teaser trailer. Okay. And then I saw the updated trailer. I'm like, nope, mm-hmm. that's not what they're mm-hmm. doing. So it'll be interesting. Um, I'm a sucker for anything Robin Hood. I'm mm-hmm. also, uh, oddly, I'm a sucker for the Nutcracker. Mm-hmm. And okay. that looks really well done. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks Nutcracker like a, in the... Four Realms or yeah. something, yeah, whatever the it's name like is. It's like a yeah. visual feast for your mm-hmm. eyes. I mean, it's probably all CG and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Just the concept of it is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to go see that. But yeah. All right. all I got. The well, big the, stuff will be coming up next month yes. when we talk. We'll start talking about some serious... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some got, serious. Uh, uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet is coming in November. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's going to yeah. be fun. 
And then we got uh, Aquaman will be in December. Mm-hmm. We got a few other things coming up here in the near future. So <laughs> those will be those will be fun things. Yes, Aquaman. Um, I assume is on our podcast schedule. I haven't. Really yeah, I think that's maybe one of our last episodes this year. Yeah, that we try to do so. I would still tangent, but I would still mm-hmm. like to do. There are a couple of movies that were not on our list mm-hmm. that, if we have a chance to do, even just like a really quick little episode. Um, our our friend uh, Jason Colvin on Twitter has suggested Wanda. a few, like Fish Called Wanda. I just watched that one in. a while ago, so I'd like to see if we can maybe throw that one in somewhere, even though it's not on our original list. Um, but uh, yeah, so we might have a couple others we can awesome. throw in here somewhere. Uh, the only movie news that I have, because when I looked up movie news this week, it was a whole bunch of Avengers Infinity War or mm-hmm. like all this other crazy stuff. I'm like, well, that's not really news. That's the same old stuff mm-hmm. from before. So I, Avengers 4, it's too far away. I don't really yeah. even care too yeah. much about that yet. Um, this one was applicable to our podcast today. The actor James Karen, who was 94 years old, passed away on the 23rd of October. Um, he was in the original Poltergeist, Invaders from Mars, and Return of the Living Dead. Hmm. And Return of the Living Dead Part 2, the hmm. one we're talking about today. Okay. So, uh, so he was one of, the, one of the actors in several of those kind of older horror movies. So. Yeah. Uh, but he was 94, so oh. lived a very long life. And otherwise, I don't have any new movie news type stuff. The only Oh, you know what? The only other thing I saw today that I looked at for like two seconds and I was like, eh, don't care was apparently they've finished filming Avatar 2 and 3, mm-hmm. and they're now currently in pre-production on 4 and 5. And my response was, oh. I don't care. I will see them, but okay. they will be cable viewing at home. It yeah. will not be... I and suppose the first Avatar I to see me the second was, one. See, I didn't see the first Avatar in the theater. I and, I, and I know that was at the time when everybody when 3D was really mm-hmm. starting to, to come up. And I was like, nah, no, that's okay. I, it might have been, I don't remember when the original Avatar came out, but that might have been one of the baby years mm. where you see no yeah. movies whatsoever. Yeah. Um, that might have been why I didn't see it. But then saw it at home, and I, I think I started to fall asleep partway through the movie. It definitely Not, not that it was a bad issue. movie, no, but... but it, yeah. It built slowly. It was overlong. Yeah. Movies. Like a lot of... James Cameron. I mean, yeah. let's be honest, Titanic could be mm-hmm. at least 15 minutes shorter. Mm-hmm. At least. Another tangent. Did you hear they're building a Titanic 2? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's Hope cool. they make those doors big enough for two people. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm My saying. wife has been tracking the progress of Titanic 2 oh, since yeah? the day it was announced. There'd be she no is, way. I, I don't even swim well to begin with. There'd be no way I'd get oh, on the boat called would, Titanic 2. She would do it in a heartbeat. I'm waiting for the Hindenburg 5. I'm in. She would do it in a heartbeat. She is such a Titanic person. Like really? she would love every second of that. It's a, it's it, the reality. I mean, the movie was. I, I mean, the movie was well done and all that kind of thing. The the the, the story of the Titanic is a compelling one because it's mm-hmm. just you know so much human arrogance Humorous. and yeah yeah mm-hmm. and, and um, all that ties into it. It's interesting. Speaking of James Cameron, I saw mm-hmm. a, a little featurette on Terminator Three. That's mm-hmm. like what we know so far, and it was like. Very little, but you know it's supposed to be as if everything after T two didn't exist. Oh, you mean the new Terminator that they're going to do? Right. Okay. Yeah. You said T so, three, so I wasn't sure. Oh yeah, because there's Rise but, of the Machines. Rise of the Machines. Yeah. But this is like. But you're okay. That so you're, is you're being talking about swept away. What would this one be? T six. Well, five. Well, they said that Schwarzenegger referred to it as Terminator six. 
Yeah. Okay. But Cameron's yeah. describing it as T three. T three. Chronologically, so in terms he, of the Genesis. Yeah. Well, I think Genesis, Salvation, and Rise of the Machines are okay. In Genesis, well, all the prequel stuff is gone. Yeah. And Genesis. I think we're treating this like a, a reboot of like it. how Superman Returns. Yeah. Was meant to be a direct sequel to Superman two. Yeah. Pretending that. None yeah. of the other three and four so happened. Do that. And Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to be it. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. I don't, know, I don't know how I feel. But interesting. Do you mind yeah. if I ask you a few questions? Yeah, I don't know how I feel about the about the new Terminator. Because I love Terminator. I know. Like I love the Terminator movies. But I just don't... I, the first thing, when I heard that Arnold was coming back for it, yeah. my reaction as someone who loves the Terminator movies was, really? Yeah. Like, let, let's get somebody else. Let's get somebody else. We don't need the Connor family anymore. We can move away from all that stuff. Yeah. We can... There are so many amazing comics that have been made of the Terminator story. I'm like, let's follow one of those. I'm just going to say, relating back to our zombie thing, yeah. after seeing some zombie movies, mm -hmm. when the Terminator, when the T-800 in mm -hmm. the original Terminator was coming and they were trying to slam the door after it had been blown up and yeah. all that and everything, it was walking like a zombie. Yeah. Like, we talk mm -hmm. about it being like a horror movie-esque, mm -hmm. and that kind of mm -hmm. was it. You know, like, I, I, yeah. I got a lot of the parallels. Well, especially there. when it was damaged and it was moving it slowly was and kind yeah. of jerky. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Kinda, yeah. Mm -hmm. I found that very... Uh, which, is what, which is why, to me, that still... And I've said this many, many times, but that's still Terminator still works best as a horror movie. Yeah. Like T two is great, and that's but that's more of a sci fi action movie. But I think if they wanted to, they should try to go back to the horror aspect. Yeah. Which is what I thought some of the stuff that Terminator Salvation, the one that a lot, a lot of people like, the Christian Bale one. I, a lot of people don't like that one, but I like that one because I felt like it brought back some of the horror mm -hmm. pieces mm -hmm. of Terminator, especially at the very end when you get spoiler. Um, when you get the youngified Arnold mm -hmm. that shows up, like the freshly minted Terminator, mm -hmm. and he's going after John Connor in the kind of like final battle scene. That part I thought was really cool. And that was like the classic horror aspect of the Terminator. And I think yeah. if they can just, if they get back to that, cool, then that's, that's cool. I think that's where it succeeds. Well, that's awesome. Maybe. The only bit of new movie thing is I, you guys don't watch Man in the High Castle. Please. Yeah. Oh man, we were just talking mm -hmm. about. Okay, you guys, it, you guys watched. Did you finish the season? I finished three. He didn't finish the season yet. So okay, we're gonna be quiet. I know anything. we're on a time. It got crazy. Yeah, it got. That. Mm -hmm. I've been looking forward to crazy mm -hmm. because just it's wow, so it's good. Mm -hmm. yeah. Wow, it's good. Mm -hmm. Woo! And they're completely they're, at this point. They're completely off the book. I well, yeah, exactly. I agree with that. After yeah. season after season one, it was mm -hmm. like season one for the most part was the book right. like with a lot of differences but yeah well, well a lot of filler because right. I mean it wasn't even a whole book was it <clears throat> no it was kind of a novella yeah it was, it was a short, short. it's like 160 pages maybe yeah, but yeah. And, and when you translate that to screen it spreads out but they had to flesh out a lot mm -hmm. but they did a great job doing it but yeah this season is like totally not related to the so book visually and the, cool. the book the book was okay I thought it was yeah. kind of, I thought the book was not super exciting no the book Needed visuals, I right. think. It was... Yeah. Like, a lot of sci-fi of its of that era, mm -hmm. it was decent. Yeah. And it was exploring something, but it needed to go to the next level, and unless he was going to turn it into, you know, a Game of Thrones-style right. tome, yeah. mm -hmm. he was going to have trouble fleshing it out, so it remained a short story, and I think it found a home, and... Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, Good stuff. Right. Again, I don't want to. We got yeah, yeah. this. But yeah. No. <laughs> okay. So really, really quickly, uh, one of the things we've been doing for the last few episodes is this week in '88. So okay. A little bit of a history. This week in '88, and you might be able to talk a little bit more about this first one because I think you know it's it's a Formula One racing. Right, Iron up, Center, right up your alley. Iron Senna won his first championship. That, yeah. Sorry, did I just steal no, that? No, that's it. That was, was it, it man. October 30th. Yeah. Uh, Brazilian McLaren driver, uh, how do you say his first name? Ayrton Senna. Ayrton. Okay, mm-hmm. Senna wins the Japanese Grand Prix at Suzuka. Yep. His record eighth uh, GP win of the season clinches the first World Formula One driver's title. That's right. So Is that you, you would appreciate that. Yeah, I would. That's right up your alley. He was, he was the great one. Mm-hmm. I'll say the greatest. You guys can start arguing with me. But <laughs> I'm a big Senna fan. Okay. That's awesome. When we start our Formula One podcast, you can... <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, on November 2nd, the Morris Worm, the first computer worm distributed via the internet, uh, is launched from the uh, Massachusetts Institute of Technology in the United States. On November 6th, actress Emma Stone was born in 1988. And the top song on October 29th was A Groovy Kind of Love by Phil Collins, same as last week. But then on November 5th, because that will kind of you know, run into when this show is released, uh, was Kokomo by the Beach Boys oh. was the top song. Uh, top movie for this week in 88 was Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. So we have a new Halloween movie out. And That's Halloween 4 how apropos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Probably not unreasonable since it's Halloween weekend. Mm. So I would imagine you'd release yeah. a Halloween movie around about Halloween. And up weekend, next, so. Pongo's review of Rocky Five. Yeah. Thousand. Thousand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we talk about some dead things? Yeah. Some living dead things? Yes. Okay. All right, so the info for our first movie, and what we're going to do, we're going to kind of bleed these together a little bit. This is just one episode we're doing on both movies, so um, we will kind of blend our conversation together just a little. But we'll do the info for Night of the Living Dead first, then we'll do Return of the Living Dead Part 2. We'll do the trailers, and then we'll get on into our talk. Um, And then I have something new that we're going to add in at the end of the episode here, and that is five questions. Do you remember back in the heyday of The Daily Show? They would end their interview with the celebrity with five questions. Yeah. I'm going to add a five questions to our shows from here on out. They may or may not be related to the movies we talk about, depending on either how tired I am that day, mm-hmm. how creative I'm feeling, or how much of, how much of an adult beverage I might have imbibed. <laughs> Fair enough. We'll see how it goes. Nice. So this time they're all zombie related. All right. But, Okay, so uh, movie first movie up this time is Night of the Living Dead. came out on October 4th, 1968. Uh, it was not rated because this is right around the time that they started the rating system, and it was one of the last movies not to be rated mm-hmm. before that took effect, uh, which apparently caused some problems because it was released as a Saturday matinee movie, not rated, and a whole bunch of kids went to go see it. Yeah. Well, parents, and that didn't work out too doesn't well. matter what year it is, see what mm-hmm. your kids see before you see it. Yep. Same. Yep. 1968, 2018. Check it out before you kids see it. Yeah. There you go. Uh, it was one hour and 36 minutes, directed by George A. Romero, who died just a, a year ago, uh, 2017. He also did Day of the Dead and one of the portions of Creepshow, the movie. Producers on this one were Carl Hardman and Russell Streiner, uh, who also produced, I think, Night of the Living Dead... Um, might have been their only producing credit. Um, then writers for this one are John A. Russo and George A. Romero. Russo also did Return of the Living Dead, and Romero did The Crazies. 
cinematography was George A. Romero. He also did a movie called There's Always Vanilla. Music for this one was just like stock music that they had, so not really a, a composer here. Budget for this one was 114000 Box office was $30 million, so they did okay. Mm-hmm. I think they said this is the most f- successful horror movie ever made because it made 263 times its own budget. Mm-hmm. I wonder what the breakdown of over the years of that was. Like mm-hmm. how much was the, how much of that was how much was initially initial release versus, and how much has been mm-hmm. just the yeah. Well, because that's one of the other interesting things about this movie is a lot of people argue that it was so popular and it was so widespread because it was in the public domain. Oh sure, okay. Because I don't know if you guys know that story or not. It was originally called Night of the Flesh Eaters. Mm-hmm. And when they went to change the title to Night of the Living Dead, they forgot to change, or they forgot to add a copyright notice onto the movie. And in 1968, you were required to have a copyright notice mm-hmm. unless your movie was going to be in the public domain. Okay. They didn't do that. So, movie goes in the public domain, and now, movie theaters, drive-ins, television stations, whoever, can show this movie at no cost. So, this is why you had Night of the Living Dead shown repeatedly like you could show it as many times as you want to and the theater did not have to pay a thing so a lot of people kind of credit its popularity with it automatically being in the public domain and being shown everywhere anytime you wanted to show a horror movie which is kind of impressive when you consider how much money it made but yet it was in the public domain so early mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy when you think about it yeah mm-hmm. just you know in total yeah uh the flick metrics score on this one was an 86 uh, that factors in the um, critics' tomato meter on Rotten Tomatoes of 97. Uh, the audience rating is at 87. IMDb gives it a 79. Letterbox gives it an 80. And Metascore gives it an 87. So averaging all those together, you get the 86. Starring Dwayne Jones, uh, who died in 1988. Uh, he played Ben. He was in a movie called Vampires and another one called To Die For. Judith O'Day played Barbara. They're coming for you, Barbara. Uh, she was in October Moon 2, and they came from the ether. One thing you'll learn pretty quickly as I read through this list of names is they were not really in anything else. Mm, I, no. I noticed It's that. mostly just like B-horror movies mm-hmm. for the rest of their careers. Carl Hardman, who died in 2007, played Harry Cooper. He was in Santa Claus. Like, like you know, I'm making Claus, even though this is an audio medium, and that is really helpful, I know. But you all saw it. We all saw it. You we saw can... it. Yep. You can attest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marilyn Eastman played Helen Cooper, and she was also in Santa Claus, the same Claus. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and Perry Mason. Oh. Keith Wayne played Tom. He was in Nothing Else. Uh, Judith Ridley played Judy. She was in There's Always Vanilla. Kira Schoen played Karen Cooper, or The Corpse in the House. Uh, she was in a movie called The Green Man, another one called Day Planner of the Dead. I'm guessing that was more of a comedic tape take mm-hmm. on the uh, zombie genre. And George Cosana died in 2016. He was Sheriff McClelland. He was in There's Always Vanilla, and I, this title was just fun, so I thought I'd add it in there. The Incest Death Squad. Oh, dear Lord. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've never seen it. Mom, I got my first big break. Not going to see Incest it. Incest Death Squad. <clears throat> Check it out. That, that's kind of like my, my wife and I, whenever we watch a movie, we'll always you know look in the credit. Or like if somebody... Let's say that there's like some extra who like runs naked across the screen, yeah, or does something that you know you probably probably is not something we'd go bragging about. Like, oh, I ran naked across the screen in this one movie for two seconds. We we always make that comment. We're like, hey, mom, guess what? Got my first big part. Yeah, I'm naked extra number three. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. 
Um, da -dun -da -dun -da -dun. Okay, so that's what I got for Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, the go for naked it. extra number three implies there's a naked extra one and two. I was going to say. Yes. Not sure what to do with that. I'm just throwing it out there. Backing up real quick. Uh, was it Thug number three when we went to go see uh, Skyfall? Tank Dong? Yes. Was Tank Dong? Yeah. Yes. yes. You, you laugh at that. Did you, were you there with it? Did you go see no, that? No, okay. but I think I, I think it was. I think it was Jason, Dennis, <laughs> you, We all Pat, saw it at the same me. time. We and the credits are rolling, and I think it was like, like thug the, number three. There was four trillion it's words on the right screen. at the top. Of, just as the credits are rolling up the screen, we all have like, the, the name is Tank, Tank Dong. Dong. And we all focused in on it. And every like, all, <laughs> all four of us simultaneously just started laughing. Well, what else do you do with a name like <laughs> Tank Dong? You, do, you laugh. I Simultaneously. Yeah, no, I mean, I, how, do, how does the producer even, Mr. Dong, <laughs> we'd like you to come mm -hmm. and be in our movie. We need some extras. And Call the Dongs. Doug number three, mm -hmm. but you'll be in the picture. Mm -hmm. You can get credit. You know. I, I don't know. It helps, it helps to have connections in Hollywood. It makes me wonder. His, his cousin, Long Duck. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see. Yeah. <laughs> Return of the Living Dead Part 2. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Return of the Living Dead 2 came out uh, January 15th, 1988. Seems like a weird time for a zombie movie to come out. Yeah. But Happy New know, Year. Happy Martin Luther King Day. Let's put on a zombie movie. Back then, yeah. it wasn't Martin Luther King Day either. Well, that's probably true, too. Uh, rated R, with a runtime of one hour and 29 minutes. Director was Ken Wiederhorn. Uh, did Dark Tower and Shockwaves. Producer was Tom Fox, who died in 2004. Did Return of the Living Dead and Dark Tower. Uh, writer was Ken Wiederhorn, who did Dark Tower and Shockwaves. Cinematography was Robert Elswit, who did There Will Be Blood and Punch, Drug, Punch Drunk Love. Uh, music by J. Peter Robinson, who did Cocktail and Wayne's World. Budget for this one was $6.2 million. Box office was $9.2 million. Flick Metrics gives this one a 39, which averages out, and I'm going to do these in reverse order, 55 from Letterboxd, uh, 58 from IMDb, 43 from the Rotten Tomatoes audience meter, and anybody want to take a guess at the Rotten Tomato critic score Twelve. for this one? Two. Wow. Zero. zero. So not even a we decline to discuss it. Nope. Straight up zero. Zero. This one got a straight up zero from the critics on Rotten Tomatoes. I can see that. Wow. <laughs> Probably feeling generous. <laughs> Starring Michael Kenworthy, who played Jesse Wilson. He was in the 1988 version of The Blob, which we just did a few weeks ago, uh, and a movie called Just the Ten of Us. Thor Van Lingen, which is an awesome name. Anytime your given name is Thor. Uh, played Billy, he was in Nothing Else. Jason Hogan played Johnny, he was in Nothing Else. James Karen, who we said earlier, just died in 2018, played Ed, he was also in Poltergeist and Mulholland Drive. Uh, Tom Matthews played Joey, he was in Friday the 13th Part 6 and Blood Match. Mm -hmm. uh, Suzanne Snyder played Brenda, she was in Weird Science and Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Marsha Dietlin played Lucy Wilson, she was in Boiler Room and Little Children. Uh, let's play. We're going to play both of the trailers for these movies, and we'll be back in Uno Momento. Welcome to a night of total terror. <coughs> night of the living dead. 
the dead who live on living flesh. The dead whose haunted souls hunt the living. The living whose bodies are the only food for these ungodly creatures. Experience in shock, more shattering than your strangest nightmare. <coughs> Night of the living dead. A night with the dead who cannot die. A night of total terror. Night. Of the living dead. A deadly experiment. A freak accident. A secret that will be carried to the grave as the horror classic is reborn. Return of the Living Dead, part two. Jesse will be the first to know. Billy will be the first to go. We've got to get out of here, get to a phone. Seven of the Living against an army of the dead, starved for life. thought it was safe to be dead. First of all, before we get into the, the two movies, Pat, how are you feeling about these? You're not a zombie. Well, you're not a horror fan. I'm not a horror fan. I'm not a horror fan, however no. I said that. No. You were thinking um, of the trailer song. I was thinking of the trailer song. <laughs> the trailer okay. song. Didn't, yeah. mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm not a horror fan, but uh, yeah, the Night of the Living Dead, mm-hmm. which was the one of the 68. 68. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it, and, uh, you know, it was cool. I don't think I'd go right out and watch a bunch of zombie movies, even though that's exactly what I did for this podcast. But, um, so, yeah. Took, I thought one, for, I took, took one for the team. Took one for the took team. Took one for the team. Yeah, so I, I uh, yeah. Or took two I, for the team, I guess. I enjoyed that one. I, I, I thought it was interesting that, you know, the little bit of zombie movies I've seen, I've seen, you know, I Am Human, or no, I, I Am... I Am Legend? I Am Legend. Okay. Um, and then 
than the World War Z. Okay. I think they're the only zombie movies I've seen. I don't mm-hmm. watch. You haven't seen Zombieland? I haven't, and everyone, including students, even told me, you haven't seen Zombieland? I know i got to see Zombieland. Come I'm arguing I have, that. I have a copy. I'll bring it for you tomorrow. Please do. It's, it's awesome. worth it. It's, no, it's I've fun. heard it's mm-hmm. really fun. It's yeah. Fun. So I know I need to say it. Anyways, I, I found this interesting because it was like, oh, Pinkies. this is a <laughs> zombie movie set like within the, the, the frame of movies from the 60s. Mm-hmm. So it was cool to see it within that framework. Mm-hmm. And then contrast it with a movie from the 80s. Now, obviously not a very good representation of that. But, I mean, um, you know, the, the, the one from the, this one was almost comic. Like, the 80s one mm-hmm. was almost comic. and So, yeah, it was just interesting to see, like, to take a thing and then study it from different perspectives mm-hmm. and different time periods and movies and different um, outlooks mm-hmm. on it. So, yeah. yeah. So, I'm feeling good. Okay. I, I, I enjoyed the... the, the Night of the Living Dead. Okay, okay. Bo, overall zombie movies. How do you feel about zombie movies just in general? I'm not a big horror movie guy, not a big zombie guy, with the exception, notable exception, Zombieland I, I enjoyed. Um, and I'm sure I've seen others I'm just not thinking of. I think I saw World War Z at some point. I've never been a Walking Dead fan, even though half of my extended family, it's like appointment viewing. Mm-hmm. Like, don't call us. Don't mm-hmm. text us. We're not, we, we don't exist when The Walking Dead is on. So good um, that people forgot they have a DVR. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, you know, good on them, I guess. Yeah. One of um, our other teachers here used to watch The Walking Dead every night that it was on. Appointment TV. Every night it was on. And well, and they have and, an after show that these people get wrapped up in. Yeah, the talk, the Talking Dead, and the yeah. Which I just can't this this teacher do. like and and she and I would talk about it. Um, Aaron Berkman. Oh, okay. Uh, and and she and I would talk about it. Like, come to school the next day, and we'd be talking about it. And like, oh, did you see this? And that then when they killed that zombie, and it was oh, it was gross, and it was a, and so. Every t- every time she watched it, every time it was on live at the time it was airing, and. The one time that I texted her and I was like, "Can you believe what just oh, happened?" No, She's like, John. "I'm not watching it right now. How dare you?" I'm like, "But, it, but you always watch it." She's like, "Well, I'm not tonight." So I'm not sure that we talked about it anymore after that. But I'm like, nope, <laughs> that's it. Zip. Nope, I'm not saying a thing. Not talking ever to anyone ever again. So. Oh. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, can, can continue. So, uh, zombie movies in general, never been real appointment viewing for me. Yeah, but I, there are parts of both of these movies that I enjoyed. Okay. Right. Yeah. Zombie movies are kind of my jam. Yeah, kind of, right. Uh, well, I mean, I, I like horror movies, but... Um, and I have, I've gone... I think I mentioned this in one of our last shows, that I've kind of gone back. Because I, I used to... I hit a point where I was like, no, I can't do horror movies anymore. Like, I'm, I'm a little too... Yeah, it's 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 too much. Mm-hmm. Like my imagination takes over, and then like when I'm laying in bed at night, I imagine that these things are actually real, even though I don't believe in any of these things that are in any horror movies at all. Yeah, um, that's what he says. Now. Overactive imagination. Yeah. Um, so I've been going through and doing like a, a rewatching. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes they creep me out because sometimes yes. they sleepwalk, mm. and when your own children sleepwalk and like show up randomly in the doorway of your bedroom. Uh, when they should be fast asleep, and they're not completely awake, and sometimes they say things that are kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Red rum. Mm, yeah. You see, the first time Nora starts talking about red rum, I, nope. You're out. You're being locked in your room and and restrained and I put up for adoption because nope, not happening. Not happening. Um, Jeez. So, yeah, so zombie movies. I love zombie movies. And I've been going back and I've been rewatching some horror movies that I've missed over the last few years just because I was too freaked out by horror movies. Yeah. And there was one, and I'll talk about it probably a little bit later too, but there was one in particular that was a zombie movie. There haven't been a whole bunch of zombie movies that I've watched lately that I've liked from like the last 20 years. But one in particular called Train to Busan. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That was a lot of fun. Okay. Korean, I think Korean zombie movie from 2016. It's on Netflix okay. right now. Um, part of it you wouldn't be a fan of because there is a kid. Mm. And the, the kid is trying to be protected by her father. But, mm-hmm. you know, a kid is put in danger a few times. And I know you're not a fan of that. Um, so, yeah. So I, I don't know that I've seen a whole lot of impressive zombie stuff lately, which kind of takes me back to the classics. So these, when I go back and watch movies like this, I'm like, yes, this is the kind of stuff that my dad used to watch. And, like, we would watch together. And, you know, always, always the classic brains, Mm -hmm. more brains. And, of course, that's the return of the Living Dead zombies. Mm -hmm. But I do remember watching the classic Night of the Living Dead several times growing up. Um, Probably watching it way earlier than I should have, but... Um, as with so many other movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so no, zombie movies. I dig the zombie movies. I watch Walking Dead. I, I'm, I'm there. Okay. So that's, that's, that's one of my things. So, um, so yeah, so Night of the Living Dead, the original Night of the Living Dead, the 1968 one. Um, you said not a fan of zombie movies, typically, but... This one, this one, you were good with. Yeah, I kind of sounds like you didn't like the other one, the other one so much. But so, what did you like about this one? I don't know. Just, I guess, I always associate those the zombie movies with a more modern time period. I don't know why. It's just maybe when they came into my consciousness. So to see that coming out in the time period of Bullet and The Magnificent Seven and The Great Escape and you know movies. From that time, it's interesting to see, oh, what was horror like back then? From a historical perspective. You know, it's like looking at cars. Oh, really? You know, like looking at cars in the 60s. What was Ferrari doing as compared to Dodge? You know, I mean, it was like, okay, what are they doing in horror? And so I I found that kind of interesting. Um, And again, they kind of played off a lot of, it just seemed to be more situational and, you know, there'd be a rush of kind of the music and they'd zoom in on someone's face and, and all that. So I, I kind of enjoyed that. Um, it seems to end like, like I think a lot of movies of the 60s that I watch end where it ends kind of on a, like a downer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like they happily get away. They, you know, it ends with the guy gets shot accidentally. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that was that, because I went back and watched it, like, was yeah. he turning into a zombie? No, no, they assume he was a zombie. Yeah, and just yeah. bam, and then it just kind of ends. And yeah. it almost had, like, that was kind of like the same feeling I got at the end of um, the Thomas Crown Affair, or mm. Easy mm-hmm. Rider, yeah. or, you know, one of these movies where it just kind of, like, it, it doesn't end happy, but yeah. it just ends with just kind of, just kind of withers away kind of thing. Yeah. Um, the Sand Pebbles ended that way. I mean, you know, like, it seemed like they didn't seem to be concerned with the happy ending, and mm-hmm. it was interesting to see that translated over into into a zombie movie. Yeah. 
And the, the part about that that I still think is pretty interesting is originally the character of Ben mm-hmm. was not was not written to be an African-American. Um, but then when they cast Dwayne Jones in that part, they kind of rewrote certain bits and pieces of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for everything I've read, George Romero did not plan for this to have any kind of like social commentary mm-hmm. to it at all. It's just like zombie movie. Just making a horror movie. Yeah. I'm just I'm talking about, you know, in general the way people interact with each other. And so and you get what you get the people stuck in the house. Mm-hmm. And it's more it's a little bit like what The Walking Dead has always played up is that it's maybe not so much the zombies that are the bigger threat, but the actual people yeah. and how the people treat each other are the bigger threat to each other than the zombies yeah. out, that are outside. And so I, and, and for me, somebody who likes kind of like a more psychological slow moving horror as opposed to a ah, like the jump yeah. scare kind of kind of junk um, I like this original one to me I, I understand why this is like the grandfather of all zombie movies that started it all because this is the one that establishes the rules of the zombies like you, you shoot them in the head to kill them you yeah. they eat human flesh they the zombie apocalypse is is spread through. I don't know. They never really give a, a clear mm-hmm. explanation for how it started and and that kind of stuff. But um, this, I think, having and I think this is if if I read it right, I think this is one of the first movies where you had an African American lead mm-hmm. in a horror movie. Um, and I think that unintentionally, and I noticed it more watching it this time because it'd been years since I'd seen the original Night of the Living Dead. I notice it more this time, the fact that it's a black man mm-hmm. that is assumed to be a zombie, and he's he's fine, he's made it through, he survived this whole thing, and then the cops shoot him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, mm-hmm. well, <laughs> I I know that that I know that that had an effect because I've read you know some of the news articles and things from 1968 and from the time where people reacted, especially black audiences reacted to that. And even in, like, 2018, after we've had some of the issues we have with law enforcement and the African-American community today, and, like, that's uh, it's kind of a harsh mm-hmm. message, or, or at least the way it went down at the end. Of, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty quick. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, man, this guy, he made it through. He survived. He, he did it. He, bam, mm-hmm. shot, dead. I was mm-hmm. like, that's, that's cold. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. cold. Um, and I like, I like that it ends that way. Um, you know, it's one of those that I don't, if it ended in a different way, I'd still be fine with it. But to me, I remember that ending being almost more shocking than the rest of the movie. Mm -hmm. Like you see the movie and you and at the time I'm sure audiences would have been like, oh, they're eating people. Like that would have really thrown people at the cannibalism stuff would have been intense. But I don't know to nowadays when you've seen so many other zombie movies, that image at the very end where you have the black man being shot, mistaken for a zombie and shot by the police, is still shocking to yes. me. So that mm-hmm. that still holds up for me as something that's shocking, whereas the other stuff, like the eating of human flesh and that whole thing, I'm like, ah, I've seen that. Yeah. Um, that's old hat at this point. Yeah. Um, some of the cool stuff related to that, like some of the special effects and things, was um, originally they didn't, they wanted to figure out how the zombies would terrorize people. And so that's what they kind of came up with the, well, um, let's have them eat human flesh. Mm-hmm. That originally wasn't one of the things with the zombies. Um, and so some of the stuff that they used, I remember, um, I think it was the little girl 
when the little girl turns yeah. into the zombie down in the basement and mm-hmm. she's eating her dad. Mm-hmm. Um, when they were trying to figure out, like, we want to make this look as realistic as possible. What can we give her to eat um, to make it look like she's, you know, chewing on something that she's pulled from her father? And um, somebody had a leftover meatball sub. Mm-hmm. from their, their lunch that they had when they were working on the movie set. Uh, somebody hadn't finished their meatball sub, and so they took their meatball sub and they covered it in um, chocolate sauce because mm-hmm. that's what they were using for the blood mm-hmm. in the movie, and they covered it in the chocolate sauce, and then they handed it to her, and they're like, yeah, just chow down on that. Yeah. So what she's eating is somebody's leftover meatball sub. And they said there's a few other times in the movie where when when the zombies are supposed to be eating like entrails or other stuff, it was a... Um, Zombies are eating something, and it's a uh, it's a, a pot roast mm-hmm. covered in the chocolate sauce. Yeah. Mm, okay. And, <clears throat> and they're like, but some of the extras or some of the people playing the zombies were so grossed out by the pot roast with chocolate sauce. They're like, yeah. we almost didn't have to do zombie makeup. Like they they turned green just at yeah. the thought of eating yeah. chocolate covered pot roast. I bet. Um, but yeah, just some creative creative use of special effects and yeah. and uh, chocolate sauce to interesting make this look like you're eating other people. Um. So yeah, I, I, the original Night of the Living Dead. It's the classic. It's the one that kind of started everything. It's the one that kind of gives the rules mm-hmm. to zombies of you got to shoot them in the head. Uh, they eat human flesh. Um, people are infected by being bitten by a zombie, and you know, kind of, kind of go there. These zombies are slow moving. Mm-hmm. So these are the they, sometimes they call them the Romero zombies because mm-hmm. they are the ones that are slow moving. They're not the World War Z ones that mm-hmm. you know run fast and climb on each other like ants and right. do that kind of right. stuff. Um, so that's where you, you have kind of the classic one, uh, the classic zombies there. And then you shift over to Return of the Living Dead 2. Yeah. And before you get to Return of the Living Dead 2, there is Return of the Living Dead. And I do think Return of the Living Dead is a much better movie mm-hmm. than Return of the Living Dead 2. Um, where those kind of split was John Russo, the guy who wrote, who kind of co-wrote Night of the Living Dead. Right. He split off from Romero, mm-hmm. and he wrote his own story. He wrote a novel that was going to get turned into Return of the Living Dead, and he wanted to do something different with the zombies. And so then somebody took his story, and they kind of they reworked it a little bit. They're like, you know what? The Romero zombies, they're slow. They're not threatening anymore. It's the 80s now. Like We need to revamp zombies. We've seen zombies now. We need to do something different. So they took these zombies and they made them smarter. Mm -hmm. Like, these zombies can reason through things. Mm -hmm. They can talk to you. They can threaten you. They can, like, all this other... So, they actually ask a... So they have a zombie tied down in the original Return of the Living Dead, and they ask the zombie, they're like, why are are you doing this? Like, like, because we're in pain. Like, and eating brains, eating flesh and eating brains is the only way that we can dull the pain of being dead. So I'm like, oh, well, that's kind of a cool explanation for mm-hmm. why the zombies are doing this. Mm-hmm. Some of it comes across as a little goofy, just because you have talking zombies. Right. But, and in the original Return of the Living Dead, like, that that has one of my favorite scenes in a zombie movie, because these zombies are a little bit smarter, and they can talk, and they can reason, and even if you hit them in the head, that doesn't finish them off. Like, you kind of have can to... talk. Can I know. Sorry. And, and you, you kind of have to burn them to a crisp. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just whack a thing or shoot it in the head. It, it keeps coming. You can chop its hand off. The hand's going to keep coming after you. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite scenes in not Return of the Living Dead Part 2, but Return of the Living Dead, the original, is um, paramedics show up mm-hmm. to try to help, and the zombies attack the ambulance, attack the paramedics, and they eat the paramedics. And then a zombie grabs the radio and goes, Shh. 
send more paramedics. <laughs> and so, like, more cops and more paramedics. And every time a new set of paramedics comes, the zombies swarm and they eat those guys. And yeah. Like, send more cops. And then, like, the cops show up and the zombies are eating the cops. And I'm like, that part's kind of cool. Like, yeah. when you got zombies that can deceive you and trick you, like, that adds a little bit of a new level to the zombie threat. And the return of the living dead zombies can move faster. So they can kind of run after you a little okay. bit and they, they have a little bit more reasoning behind them. But then you get to Return of the Living Dead Part 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Conan That's, the Destroyer mm. to the Conan to the Bar- oh, Barbarian. Uh-huh. Gremlins 2 to Gremlins. Yeah. Even though I like Gremlins 2. That might actually be really kind towards Return of the Living oh, Dead Oh, it's very too. kind, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's very kind. So where did this, I mean, not a zombie fan to begin with, where did this one fall short for you? Just, Other than everywhere. It, yeah, it was just really <laughs> campy. I mean, it yeah. was interesting, okay, now we're in the 80s, and now it's like kid adventures, mm-hmm. right? The 60s was, you know, you saw the treatment, kind of the way they would do films in the 60s. Now the 80s, everything is Goonies and, and Stand By Me and groups of kids. So that was interesting. And I'm like, oh, okay, so the kids are going to get in on this one. But then it just seemed low-budget acting, special effects, mm-hmm. and it wasn't, you didn't have the interesting story and the visuals and the way they would build a scene from the 1960s one to help mm-hmm. this out it was just it, so all those the acting and the special effects it was just front and center it was like yeah I'm not and then there would be the cheesy stuff like they were going for humor mm-hmm. but they didn't go all the way to make it really funny mm-hmm. so it didn't have the gremlins 2 kind of okay this is getting ridiculous kind of thing to it mm-hmm. it was just Okay, so am I laughing at this? And mm-hmm. now there's, I, I like, I didn't care. The story didn't yeah. matter. I mean, it, none of it. It just, I didn't care about the movie in any mm-hmm. way, shape, or form. And so, it was just kind of, it just sat there. I wasn't offended. It was just really flat. Mm-hmm. You know, it mm-hmm. really, yeah. Yeah. Um, if, for part of what I'm going to say right now, if you have, if you have kids in the car with you, or if you're listening and there's some kids nearby, maybe just skip ahead like 60 seconds or so. 60 seconds. Okay, we've given you some time to do that. Um, One of the things I think about the more modern zombie movies is you gotta have, even if it's gonna be funny, I think you got it's gotta be gory and you Mm -hmm. gotta have sex. Mm -hmm. Yes, like the because you even had the naked zombie, you have the the naked woman in the in the um, cemetery Mm -hmm. at the like the biker gang, and there's this naked in the original Return of the Living Dead. Mm -hmm. In part two, there's no sex. No. The gore is kind of like it's there, but it's still you've got like the campy, goofy stuff, yeah. and so it, it's it's like they took. If you like some of the campy, goofy stuff, but you want a good zombie movie that mm-hmm. does that, you got to do the original Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, but this one like took everything about a zombie movie, and it's like, um, let's have no sex and no gore. Yeah, but come watch a zombie movie. Yeah, I, I, no. <laughs> they had the classic 80s soundtrack going. Right, yeah. right. I mean, the music was decent, but. But even that, it was, to me, it was disjunct. Like, it was, yeah. it was like, there's this rock song, and then mm-hmm. it stops. And there's another rock tune, mm-hmm. and then there was, like, some, like, I don't know, the music even seemed to be a little bit disjunct yeah. to me. Well, and you get, like, the, the two main actors um, in this one, you, the two guys that are, um, uh, raiding the tombs, yeah. like they're going yeah. in and and stealing from the the graves, 
they're playing almost the exact same parts that they played in the Return of the Living Dead, the first movie. And sometimes they even have the exact same dialogue. Mm-hmm. Like they might say something exactly the same way they said it in the original Return of the Living Dead. And I think at one point in this movie, they even like look at each other and they're like, man, this seems really familiar. Yeah. Like, okay. So then yeah. you're, you're kind of like making fun of your own as a sequel. Right. You're making fun of your own original movie. And it just doesn't... The problem was... It had been so long since I had seen the original Return of the Living Dead that watching this one, I didn't remember that they were the same two actors yeah. from the original movie. And I was like, "Yeah, huh. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> it it just, is, it's not really working. It, it just wasn't a good movie. I mean, yeah. I hate to bring, boil it all down. For mm-hmm. me, it just wasn't a good yeah. movie. Yeah. So. And some of that, too. Like, some of, the, some of the stuff about the Return of the Living Dead zombies, like, I don't like... One of the rules, one of the zombie rules in a lot of other zombie stuff is if you shoot them in the head or hit them in the head, done. They're out. I don't like the zombies that don't stop. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, if you're in a zombie... Because zombies... If you have a one-villain movie, like Terminator mm-hmm. or Predator or The Thing or any of those movies... That one thing, to me, that can be unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm mm-hmm. fine with that being really tough to kill. But when you have just hordes and hordes of zombies, if there's not a way to stop those short of burning them to ashes, then to me that's just like, well, that, then it's going to be impossible. Yeah. Then, then any time your characters escape, it's ridiculous. It's, mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's a farce. It's, yeah. It doesn't, it's not real. And not that it's supposed to be realistic because it's a zombie movie, but... Right. I don't know, just to me, when you've got zombies, there needs to be some way to take a zombie down. Yeah. And if you can hit a zombie in the head and it keeps coming at you, or if you can shoot it in the head and it keeps coming at you, I'm like, eh. Yeah. No, no, that, that doesn't quite work for me. Yeah. So, so yeah, so Return of the Living Dead 2 kind of falls short. Yeah. But, um, between these two, you got the classic, so definitely if you, if you want to check out a great zombie movie, um, this episode's coming out on Halloween, so if you're looking for something to watch tonight... On Halloween night, if you're listening to this the day it comes out, well timed, um, sir. go check out. I, it, you know, I timed it so that Wednesday would be Halloween. I did that perfectly. It was well done. I, I arranged the calendar this year. Um, if you're looking for a good movie to watch, uh, Night of the Living Dead, the original, is on. It's, it's all over the place. Um, yeah, it's I, it's in the public domain still. Yeah. I think so. Uh, it's I think we had the copy of it on Tubi TV yeah. was and the it's website. On it's on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's all kinds of places you can find this. There was a 1990 remake that I remember watching years ago. Um, I think it was okay. It's been a really long time since I've seen it, so mm-hmm. I'm not 100 sure, but I think it was an okay one. Um, that one I think also officially sanctioned by George Romero. So, mm-hmm. all right. So before we before we wrap everything up here, I have five questions. He asks each traveler five questions. It's impossible to answer. Impossible because you don't know the answer. Nobody could answer that question. You've got to ask yourself one question. What are you asking me for? I don't know. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response. Were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul.
And like I said before, I'm going to maybe start adding in this little five-question segment uh, as an homage to the original Daily Show, back when they used to do the five questions for their, their guest. My five questions for you, and, and we're not going to take a lot of time on these. In fact, 30 seconds or less if we can. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start the timer. Start the timer here. 30 seconds for each of you. Not like 30 seconds total, but you have 30 seconds to answer this question in as elaborate an amount of time as you would like. Um, 30 seconds per question? 30 seconds per question for each of you. So you okay. get 30 seconds if you want. You get 30 seconds if you want. And I it's get 30 like five seconds. questions, so I've got... It's five questions. You might, have, you, you might have some time. You might have some time. Total if, if for the five to, questions? If you need to think. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like 30 seconds and no. i got to get through all five? No. I know I just suddenly turned into a sixth grader. I That's apologize. Fine. I, I That's will fine. stop asking That's questions. That's fine. That's fine. I just want to make sure I understand. Yeah, you do. We understand the rules. We go on three. Like one, two, three, and, and then, then go. go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Ready? Ready. Ready? First question. Silly zombies or scary zombies? Scary zombies. Scary zombies. Why? I'd just rather go all out. The silly okay. zombie thing, I, I, there's other stuff that makes me laugh, so the silly zombies, eh. That being said, I love comedy movies, and so maybe when I see... Uh, 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 the zombie land. Zombie land. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll revert that. But okay. this, the the eighties movie, that that was just too silly. I didn't, didn't enjoy it. Didn't do it for you. Okay. All right, Bo. Silly or scary? Scary zombies, I think, is better. Um, I think you can still have a light movie and a good action movie that can be enjoyable and fun and funny. But the zombies can still be scary. And I think that's important. I think building up that suspense and then popping that bubble with other things, I think, helps. Okay. All right. I'm going to say scary zombies better, but I do like some of the aspects of the silly ones. And when I th- when I say silly zombies, I mean like the, the zombies that go, brains, right. more brains. And then you get into some of the other movies and you've got like a really hot zombie. Um, I think that's yeah. Return of the Living Dead Part 3. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's some other like crazy stuff that zombies end up doing later on in other mm-hmm. movies, but the the traditional scary slow moving zombie, those are kind of my my favorites there. So um, I kind of jumped into my next question by commenting on slow moving or fast moving zombies. Um, so I'll start off this next one: fast or slow zombies? I'm gonna go with slow zombies. Like I like the movies where they're still fast-moving zombies, but if I was in the situation of being in this world where zombies existed, I want them to be slow. Like I, to me, it's maybe a little bit more interesting when it's a horde of zombies. Like you're having to deal with a mass mm-hmm. of this thing. But if there's a mass of this thing, then they need to be the slow-moving ones, not the like crazy super fast ones like you see in World War Z or the quote-unquote zombies that were in Twenty Eight Days Later. Oh, slow or fast? Slow. I feel like the fast zombies, unfortunately, can back you into a corner in a movie. Like, mm-hmm. at some point, that zombie is so fast, you are done. You're not getting a... Like, the slow zombie at least helps you build suspense a little more. Because there's a chance you're going to get away. Mm-hmm. Fast zombie... There's a point in time where you can only run so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fast or slow? I'm not going to reject the question. I'm just going to say either, and I'll tell you why I'm going to say either. I don't watch the genre enough to have an opinion, but what seems to be a major component of this is always the strategy of what would you do, how would you deal with it, so on and so forth. So to me, that really doesn't matter as long as it's interesting when they come up with creative ways to solve the problem. So I don't care whether it's slow or fast. 
as long as it fits within a, an interesting story and they come up with solutions to solve it. Okay. All right. So the next couple of questions may be a little tough to answer in 30 seconds, but try the best you can. Uh, the zombie apocalypse breaks out. Where do you go, Bo? 7-Eleven. Get all the Twinkies. <laughs> no. Um, sorry, that was just no, gut reaction. Um, gosh. Rumor has it there's still an old missile silo out on the Vernon Hills Athletic Complex. I'm finding my way in and okay. praying there's some rations down there. Locking things down? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Pat, where do you go? Zombie apocalypse has broken out. Where do you go? I'm going to find Dennis and just do whatever he says to do because he seems to be the educated one mm-hmm. with that. So um, I would just, yeah, I would just go with someone and, and you know, um, see what they say. If not, if I had a choice, probably the air. i go up. Fly up into the no, air and come down only for gas. Or zombies on a plane. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, I actually had a conversation with Dennis about this earlier, and he and I have the exact same answer mm. for what to do. So my answer is. And I'm gonna. Oh, yeah. don't, no, are, no, no, did no, you no, start go. the time? Nah, so, go. Because I just said you or you. So it should be like Dennis, and then you said zombies are your jam. So Dennis or you. I'm sorry. Okay. I didn't mean to right. cut that. Reset well, your then, timer. I that stole your time. That doesn't mean that I'm gonna survive any better than Dennis will. But you guys are both educated. Dennis is more of a runner. I kind of gave you a. Yeah, Dennis is faster than me, so. That's why I need the slow zombies because I'm not getting away. Well, if, I, if it's a speed issue, the then, point is you're educated in the in the area, and so I apologize because that was a kind my of a slight. My master's in zombology. Sure. I'm just gonna let start you in the timer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna go somewhere that is, and and this is not a political podcast, but I'm just gonna say it this way. I'm gonna go somewhere north, cold, in a red state that has mountains. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm going. Because if you get up a mountain, the zombies are going to have trouble, especially if they're my slow-moving ones that have a little bit of trouble. The cold and the mountains are going to restrict their movements. Mm-hmm. I want to go to a red state because I want there to be a place that has guns that I can get to. Mm-hmm. And I want it to be somewhere like Montana that's very sparsely populated. And there's not a whole lot of people around. So even if things get infected, there's not going to be like a ton of them there. Mm-hmm. So I'm heading to Montana. Gotcha. Going up in the mountains, cold, state that has a lot of guns, even though I don't like guns at all. That's where I'm going if the zombie thing breaks out. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, I'm not going to start the timer just yet because maybe I need to explain this a little bit further, especially if you're not fans of the zombie genre as much. So this question is, best explanation for what causes the zombie outbreak? Now, in some movies, it's a virus. In mm-hmm. some movies, it's a terrorist attack. In some movies, it's a spiritual thing, and so whatever it might be. So... In and, and you're, I know you're not as well versed in zombie things, but like, what would be the most interesting? So let's maybe say it this way for you guys: What would be the most interesting way for a movie or a book or something to address why a zombie outbreak starts in the first place? Bo. Honestly, the original Night of the Living Dead does a pretty decent job. I mean, some chemical, you know, reanimates the tissue. You know, it seems to, it was a classic for a reason. It makes the most logical sense, I suppose. I think the government involvement, you see, always Mm -hmm. helps because, you know, everyone wants to blame the government Mm -hmm. for cooking up something in a lab, so. They don't ever say that this is the reason, but in the original, that you hear on, like, the radio, Mm. or on the TV, that there was a probe coming back from Venus. I do remember that, that, crashes. You kind of can overhear that on some of the news reports. And so there's, like, some people like, oh, maybe that's what caused it. 
but they don't ever come out and say that that's what it was. They just, mm-hmm. that's in the background mm-hmm. somewhere. Uh, Pat, I best like, cause for the zombie outbreak. I, I would say like a virus mm-hmm. or honestly like some sort of new opioid or some drug that mm-hmm. would like just do that just now. And, and I'll Bad tell salt. you. Yeah, and I, I'll tell you, that I'm not a big, again, I'm not a big fan of the genre. So what will get me in is if something is like this is almost real and then slightly off. Like I think M. Night Shyamalan mm-hmm. does that yeah. a lot with his movies or the Dark Knight Return, mm-hmm. the Dark Knight, where it was like that could be a crime drama. It just happens to feature a guy who dresses like a bat. Yeah. So you get it where maybe there's just people going nuts and killing each other and shooting places up and going, and it's like the result of like a drug. Mm-hmm. Do you, I, like I, I would that mm-hmm. would be where it's like, oh, this is a zombie movie, and you don't realize until halfway through okay. that's what it is. You think you're into it with something that could be very real. A drug epidemic. I I like, for my answer, I like the virus stuff. I like all that. But one of my favorite lines, and I always remember this, um, is the original Dawn of the Dead, so the sequel to Night of the Living Dead. There was a line in there from one of the characters, and they said the same line in the 2004 remake that Zack Snyder did. Um, The line is, when hell is full, the dead will walk the earth. And it's like, it's it's not a virus. It's not even this. It's just hell's full. Like it's more of like a spiritual thing. It's a yeah. hey, there's no more room for people, so up they come. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Actually, that's kind of cool. It leaves it ambiguous enough that it's like we don't have to say why this is happening, and it also brings in the, you know, did we cause this by being horrible people and filled up hell and you know whatever. Um, so I, that's that's probably one of my favorite explanations. Short, sweet, to the point. Cool. Um, this one may be a little bit of a tougher one too, but do you have a favorite zombie movie? Now, since you're not as not as big of fans as the, in the zombie genre. Do you have a favorite zombie movie? I Am Legend was my first, okay. so I guess that. But then after seeing the, uh, the Night of the Living Dead... Wait a minute. No, wait, Evil Dead, right? Doesn't that count? Um, no, that doesn't count. That's fine. Some, some people have argued that those are not zombies. Oh, yeah, that they're demons. Yeah. Okay, then I won't pull that because I would say, but, okay. say Ash. But I would but, tend to say... Okay. Mm. If well, then I would say this: the Night of the Living Dead. Okay. If not, I'm, but if we can. Come, I am legend. They were kind of like vampire zombies, but. Okay, then can, I'll say then I'll, well, I'll go all the way. I'll just say this: the the okay. Night of the Living Dead. Okay. But if if we get Ash in there, then Army of Darkness. Oh, I know. I know. But I mean, technically, yeah. I don't know that those. If, like, if we had a purist come into this conversation, then I'm going we, original. Then I think they'd be upset that we pulled in Evil Dead. So, um, yeah. Well, yeah. what do you got? Zombieland. It's just fun. Uh-huh. I, I know it's a cop out, but not being a huge fan of the genre, I think that's one I can always go back to and enjoy. Mm-hmm. So I think that's. Mm-hmm. I like Zombieland, and I like Zombieland, and I like Shaun of the Dead because they play with Shaun of because, the Dead. I because the about zombies that one. Yeah. are not, in a way, in Shaun of the Dead, some of the zombies are goofy. Right. But Zombieland, the zombies are not goofy. The zombies right, are like full-on tear your flesh off. Well, and that's kind of what the I was, other people that are goofy. Right, and that's what yeah. I was saying about how the scary zombies, you can still have a fun <laughs> zombie movie because that just works. Yeah. Because they're still spooky. Yeah. yeah. But you can still have Woody Harrelson and, right. and all the goofy. It's a little bit like when it. we had our conversation. I'm, no, I'm, Abbott going, over, and I'm Costello. going over my 30 seconds, but our, yeah, our Abbott and Costello I, conversation. Yeah, that was the, I was going to say, yes. I, that was the point you guys made yeah. about that movie. Yeah, it's like okay. the monsters, the universal monsters, the Dracula, the Frankenstein, the, all that, they don't change. Like, they're still scary and they're still creepy, but it's right. Abbott and Costello that are bringing the comedy into it, which is what Zombieland does really well. Yeah. It's the zombies haven't changed. They're still freaky and, and wanting to eat people's flesh. It's... 
the rest of what's Woody Harrelson is everybody else in the movie they're the ones doing the funny stuff or Bill Murray um, right. they're the ones doing the funny crazy stuff and that's so is Zombieland yours as well? Um, you never gave an answer I didn't give an answer did I? You like how he says mm. it has to be, but then he. Yeah, I I'll go Zombieland. I'll go Zombieland just because it mixes the two. It's got the comedy. It's got the other stuff. It really does. It, you know, and it's not. I'm not saying it is the best film ever. Like, right, right. Trust me. That doesn't right. have to be the best to be entertaining. But it is very entertaining. If I can throw in the other, some of my other follow my um, runners up though, I yeah. would throw in Shaun of the Dead. That's a really good one. Solid uh, one that I had forgotten about, without a doubt. Both Dawns of the Dead, the '78 and the '04 version. Um, Night of the Living Dead, this one that we watched, and then Train to Busan. I really like that one. So if you guys, if you are interested in checking out a newer zombie movie, um, really, really good. And I was actually surprised. In a lot of zombie stuff lately, I end up like cheering more for the zombies. I'm like, ah, these characters, I don't care about these characters. Eat them. Go for it. Kill them all. You know, tear their flesh off. Whatever. Um, In this movie, I I was cheering for some of the humans. Some of the humans are like, no. Kill that guy. Um, but I was surprised at the end of this movie, like how much I cared about these characters. And especially at the end of the movie, like there's something at the end of the movie that's very emotional. And I was watching it, it was like, wow, like I'm, that was tough. Like that was actually tough to see. That was tough to like, I cared about these characters. And, and I have not gotten that. I, I don't really feel that way about Walking Dead anymore. It's like, oh, I'm just used to people dying on this show, so not a big deal. Um, but Train yeah, to Busan, really, really good. Who cares? So if you got Netflix and you want to watch a good zombie movie, that's a newer one, Train to Busan. All right. I think that's going to do it. That's also going to do it for our October, uh, for our month of scary movies. Pat, I know you got a jet. Yeah, so I got a jet. We're going to say goodbye. I'm, I'm, it's good to see you guys again. And I've was I, I, I look forward to talking again real soon because this was, it was a piece of my life that was missing. So it was a pleasure. And I'm really glad I got to... Like I said, the, 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 that Night of the Living Dead, that was really cool. I dug yeah. that movie. Good. So, awesome. yeah. All right. Jeff, All right. We'll see, see you later. later. So, yeah. So, next time around, um, so we're done with the horror movies. We next are. Time, next time, we're getting into our month of Young and Guns. We've got Young Einstein. I am very excited for all of these. The Naked Gun. I've not seen Young Einstein in quite a long time. And Young Guns. And Young Guns. To bring it full circle. I am also very excited Young Guns. About. Young Guns. Um... So yes, excited about that. Uh, there may we may be able to throw one of those extra episodes, like if we do the uh, fish called Wanda or one of those. Uh, might be able to throw it in November, but November is also kind of a busy month for us because we are teachers and we work at schools and we tend to have that week of Thanksgiving off. So that may be a little bit of a tough time to get an episode in there, but we'll do whatever we can do. And maybe depending on how things work out, um, if enough of us are interested in going to see the Bohemian Rhapsody movie, maybe we can kind of throw in a. Bohemian Rhapsody episode there because I really want to see that one in the theater. Me too. So why don't you let me know when you're going? Yeah. Because I don't know. I don't At know. This if, point, I don't know if my lovely wife is as interested in going. Well, and that's what it happens for me too. If my lovely wife wants to join me, then mm-hmm. you know, obviously the availability shrinks a little. Mm-hmm. It's kind of up to her at this point, because okay. I want to go. It's just a question of whether she wants to go, too. Okay. And then we can figure out if both of our lovely wives ah. are interested, then maybe we can all go. Mm. See, how, see how I did that? That's well done. Mm-hmm. That's well done. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, 
All right, so I think that is going to do it for this episode. Uh, zombie movies, if you've got anything that you want to share related to zombie movies in general or these two that we talked about, um, hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, any of those places. Uh, feel free to call our voicemail line too, 872-356-6843. Um, if you want to leave us a message, we'll play it on the show and we'll respond to it. But, uh, yeah, so come on back here next month. Uh, we are doing Young Einstein, The Naked Gun, and Young Guns. Um, may try to throw in some other stuff in there, too. Maybe Bohemian Rhapsody, maybe Fish Called Wanda, or some of those other movies that uh, didn't quite make our initial list, but we might have some time to uh, make up some episodes here. So, um, in the meantime, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being here, Bo. Thank you, John. Um, and in the meantime, why don't you be excellent to each other. It is Halloween today, so be safe if you're going out trick-or-treating. Um, are you, do you have a costume? No. No? No, I'm, You're not I'm the old up? man sitting at home handing out candy saying, get off my lawn. Get off, get off my lawn. Okay. Yeah, All right. I don't know. I don't know what costume. I kind of like Halloween. The actual trick-or-treating mm-hmm. part of Halloween is not, like, I don't know what costume I'm going to do for that. Because I'm following the kids around. I like to sure. do something simple. Um, I don't know what I'm wearing to school, if I wear one to school. Uh, there you go. Can't wear one with a mask, so that kind of limits some of the stuff. That you can do. I have my Rocketeer costume, Rock-a-hoo. but that's got a mask. The Rocka Who? Do you not read the papers? No. What paper? Oh, what's okay. a paper? I don't know. What's, what, what what's is, a paper? What is a paper? What's a paper? Papers. Papers. No ticket. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I got the choice. I, I have the old standby of the Jedi robe, so I can always yeah, just easily throw on a Jedi a, robe. That is an easy just. Mm-hmm. Okay, done. Yeah. Which actually helps when it gets dark because I have one of the lightsabers that lights up. I have like one of those old Force FX lightsabers. Nice. So when it gets dark, like that doubles as a light to be able to see where we're going as we're trick or treating. Yeah. So maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll do the Jedi, the Jedi robe costume with a light up lightsaber. So. All right. Well, if any of you out there are trick-or-treating tonight, be safe. Uh, Enjoy it with your kids. And uh, make sure you take that parent tax and take some of the candy for yourself because that's what we do. It's it's the reason to have children. Um, And uh, be excellent to each other. It's still October as of today, so go watch some scary movies. Um, And we will see you back here next time.